Utah, give me two. And here we go. Thundercats, ho! Can't be too careful with all those weirdos around. <laughs> you Greenpeace types are pacifists, aren't you? If it bleeds, we can kill it. And yet it's... Now you want to get nuts? Come on. What is that, Slavic? No. About a nine on the tension scale, Rube. This is a little bell I ring when someone's being a total ass. You son of a bitch. You no good. All right. Finally, here we are. What a night. On the raggedy edge, you know? <laughs> Just of Edge like- City? Yeah, of Edge City. Look at that. See, and that's why you come on a podcast. You know what I Immediate mean? Immediate segue. To bring us where we need to be brought. Uh, we were supposed to go live at like 9.30, you know? <laughs> oh, hey. Hey, Uncle Rico. Thanks for waving hello. You know, we were supposed to go live at 9.30. Then the baby boy, he wouldn't go down. He couldn't stay down. He's got musical guests coming over. Elvis Costello canceled again. You know what I mean? I had to go back there and tell him, look, man, I'm sorry. I liked his old albums, but it's okay. You know? And then Lauren's here, and, and her main squeeze came over, Mr. Matt Wade, and he's trying to hook us up with the live, uh, the Twitch and the Facebook and the 360s, and we're going around with the cameras, and we can't even get it connected because I'm in a tin box like a copper conductor. Sorry. That's what? Funny. And with the sweating, and, and it's hot. Sweating. You know? I feel like we're all in a, a recast of A Time to Kill right now <laughs> with the sweat. <laughs> We've been, so we've been we've been in the in the oh. garage for over an hour sweating and not even oh a, a podcast yet god not even a podcast oh hey johnny boy how you doing i wish he was here right now so he'd give me a classic hey! <laughs> i'm not handsome dan you know what i mean <laughs> oh man uh but we are here we made it uh we're recording and uh and we're here to talk about a movie you know, a little gem from 1994. 25th anniversary. 25th anniversary. 25 To years. this day, tomorrow, actually. Great. July 15th. That's how so I plan these things out. will actually be released know? on I the mean, anniversary. You know what I mean? That's what I try to do. Um, now, actually, are we going to real quick some housekeeping? Are we actually going to have someone to post on the Facebook from this? Or is it going to be like an audio thing? I don't know. We could check with the engineer. I don't think so. No. Not yeah. All the all the equipment's been broken down. We're, We're breaking done. it down. We om- we almost did, but it, then it was a oh no my god. god! What do we got here? We got Uncle Rico saying this grandpa <laughs> has to go to work tomorrow, so he's gonna have to crash soon. Oh come on! How you what? How you gonna do that, Uncle Rico? And John Barnes says, "Day swamp ass gotcha." Hmm? Yeah. Yeah, that day swamp ass does have us. Yeah. In the clutches. Um, <laughs> But yeah, look, kids, maybe next time with a little bit more preparation, maybe we'll record off-site and we'll be able to uh, get the Wi-Fi going in a not-so-impedious format. Um, but we got this live stream. We got this This was live all stream. that was promised. This and was this <laughs> is what's being delivered. There was a hope for more. There was a hope for more. But um, that's okay. So 25 years. 25 years. Hey, you know, that's kind of like my libido sometimes. Um <laughs> <laughs> this is what was promised. This is what's delivered. <laughs> this is what's delivered. Maybe next time. Maybe next be, time. Just more. give me five minutes, baby. Just give me five minutes. Um, sorry. I'm sorry, guys. Uh, 
welcome to Comic-Con's a geek podcast for the rest of us who are the rest of us. My name is Nick Stevens. I'm your host. But in a way, aren't we all Nick Stevens and your host? With me today, Lauren Izzo from Mouthy Broadcast. Hello. And the Ex-Podcasters Podcast. The Ex-Podcasters Podcast had its inaugural episode uh, last week. Mm. Um, there'll be another one coming this week. Unless there are more technical difficulties. <laughs> but I think we'll be okay. Matt's go. never coming over to my house again after this experience. <laughs> he's, like, he's like, between the dungeon and like the Cyclops from Crawl that's like hanging out in the corner, I was waiting to see if Lauren was going to look. I did. I <laughs> did. Just like last time when that old, Sanders yeah. was hanging out in your porch that and I turned to look. Linen. Yeah, I know. It happens. It happens. Premium white face. Premium white face boards on the, uh, on the new construction here. Um, so look, The Mask, Jim Carrey. We didn't say the title yet. Yeah. It's The Mask. Yeah. The Mask. The Mask. 1994, 25th anniversary. Do you remember where you were in 1994 when this came out? I lived in Fredericksburg, um, 1994, uh, July of 1994. It was the summer before eighth grade. Um, I know I was a Jim Carrey fan. Who wasn't a Jim Carrey I fan? I know that I uh, had loved Sorry, Ace I Ventura. Get, I had to move my, my guy real quick. We got these big black things in front of our faces. Was that better? Yeah, yeah. Just, you Is know, that better? Just got to get the pop filters going, yeah. you know. Pop, pop, pop. Anyway, back to you. <laughs> if back, any- to, back to you, Shauna. <laughs> if anybody does listen to the ex-podcasters podcast that's out right now, mm-hmm. I apologize that we did not have pop filters. There's a whole lot of... It wasn't that bad at all, no. Okay, good. I'm glad yeah, you didn't no, think so. No, seriously, no. It was a very good episode, by the way. So if you guys haven't checked it out, go check out the X-Podcasters. It's available on Anchor, but also Spotify mm-hmm. and the iTunes. And not yet. We're working not on yet, it. Not yet, not yet, not yet. Okay, Google Play went yeah. through. iTunes still waiting on, but it'll, it'll be as soon as we get the approval. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, back so, to you. Eighth uh, grade, summer eighth of love. Eighth grade, summer, sure. Flannels. Yes, there were flannels. Wait, maybe not in the summer. <laughs> not quite in the summer. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, not in the summer. Um, I'm trying to think what else was going on that year. Well, it, I this movie believe, did Jerry Garcia die that year? Or he was might that have. 95? No, I can't that remember was if his middle finger died that year or if he died that year. <laughs> I think it was just the finger because okay. I think he died in 95. Okay. Uh, we had lost Kurt Cobain. Yes. That spring. Yes. So they were definitely flannels in the wardrobe. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And Jim Carrey yeah. was all the rage. Yes. Ace Ventura had already come out, you know, and I think he had signed some crazy deal for this movie at the time. At the time it was. I think it was like $8 million, which was like unheard of. Yeah. At the time. Could be wrong. $23 million budget, by the way. And this movie grossed 300, over $350 million. Yeah. So that's pretty good by, the, by today's standards, let alone 1994. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean, oh, if you yeah. think about it, which is insane. And uh, Breakout, Cameron Diaz. Breakout, Cameron Diaz. Breakout. Young Cameron Diaz, you know. I think she was like 23? She was young, 22? yeah. They wanted to get Anna Nicole Smith, but she couldn't do it. Hmm. And Cameron Diaz auditioned what? like 15 times. Did she say why she couldn't do it? Just uh, too I, cracked out? I think what there was, was a story. I, no, this was pre-cracked out, Anna Way Nicole Smith. Way pre-cracked yeah. out, I yeah. think, um, oh, hey, Nerd Patrol, how's, how's it going? What's going on, buddy? Uh, I think 
this was around the time when she was starting that reality show too and like those reality shows were trying to kind of trickling in a little bit you know I felt like that reality was show that was too a soon? lot yeah no? the, too the soon? reality show was mid 2000s like right before mid? she died really maybe early it but it was like right before together. she died okay yeah, well I don't know for whatever show. reason she had a scheduling conflict and couldn't do it it was probably one of those movies where she was like, you know, naked, jumping out of a cake mm-hmm, or something mm-hmm. like that. Not that that was her. That was uh, Erica Liniak? Yes. A la, a la, <laughs> uh, uh, Under Siege? <laughs> That's who I'm talking about. Wow. But I'm sure that Anna Nicole Smith had a few roles like that going yeah, of on, Of course too. she would have to. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That's you how know. we all know her. That's how we all know her. And how do we know Jim Carrey, really? Living In Color. In Living Color. Right? In Living Color, yeah. Now, we knew he was going to be something huge, right? Yes. F- Fire Marshal Bill... For my money, that opening scene of Ace Ventura, when he's kicking the shit out of that package up and down the street. Yes. That's still funny. It's still yes. hilarious. Yes, it is absolutely hilarious. Um, but I was more of a dumb and dumber cable guy, Jim Carrey fan. Mm-hmm. I wasn't like immediately. Those were both after this, right? Correct. Yes. Yeah. No, but I, I loved him in Ace Ventura. Loved him in In Living Color. Did you love him in this when this came out? I believe I did. Yeah. I believe I did. All I, the jokes? I don't, it's hard to go back to that moment. Yeah. It's really hard. Because yeah, it's it w- not one that I kept watching over and over. Right. Whereas Ace Ventura, Dumb and Dumber have not left my viewing. Yeah. They haven't lost their luster. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Right. This and movie, they're still in the rotation. Sure, exactly. They're still in that viewing rotation. If they come on the cable or the Netflix, you might watch them again. Exactly. Right. Like, oh, Dumb and Dumber's on. Hey, kid, have you ever seen this one? Well, then we're going to watch it. We're going to watch it. Yeah. And we'll nope. see. It's great, too, because your kid's at the right age where mm-hmm. you can start introducing him to a lot of that stuff, too. And, like, have it retain and get his feedback. And, and he definitely saw the mask when he was little. Um, which now, just watching it, I was like, oh, this seems like it was maybe violent for a five-year-old. When really? I was showing it okay. to him. I don't know. Well, maybe. Cartoon. Yeah, I get a little bit of some death gun violence. going yeah. on. He eats some dynamite at one point. <laughs> you know? <laughs> He eats well, the dynamite, kids. It happens. Well, the one guy dies. The one real. guy dies. Well, let's talk about that. The movie doesn't waste any time. You know, right. we're underwater. It's Edge City. How you guys doing? There's a there's a marine construction, underwater construction. I've always wanted to get into that field. Never did. And then this guy's repairing a pipe, and they he's like, hold on, I want to go back down. And he finds something. He's trying to, you know, pry open this chest. You know, is there a treasure inside? But then a giant pipe just falls on him and kills him. He's just dead. And they move right along. Yeah. Opening, t- opening tiles. So Edge City does their business. <laughs> like, hold yeah. on a second, you know? But then the other guy dies, too, at the bank robbery. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot of people that kind of, whoa, hey, almost lost the guy there. Yeah. You know, there's a lot of people that, cut, that die here, but they don't necessarily focus on that. Mm. You know? Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess those are the only two that I can think of. Right. One guy, a mechanic, gets a carburetor or something shoved up his shoved up. It his was hat. like a muffler. A muffler, yeah. Yeah, the whole exhaust pipe. He up should be butt. dead. Yeah. Yeah. Jeffrey Dahmered. Too soon? <laughs> Email us at comicgodspodcast.com if you think that's too soon. Um, I don't remember when I saw this. I guess I was about the same age. I mean, we're, we're not that far apart. I, de- I mean, I definitely saw it in the movie theater. Okay. I, th- I, I think I saw it on video. I don't remember seeing it in the movie theater, but I'm sure I did. Yeah. I think I liked it when it came out, but even when it came out, I think it wasn't like my go-to guy. Like mm-hmm. it's, it, I liked it, yeah, but it didn't like stick with me, stick with me. Right. Um, and um, I did, That's how I'm feeling right now. With yeah. It. Yeah. That's how I think it must have been. <laughs> so rewatching it, how'd you feel? I feel like it did not hold up. Oh. 
I felt like it did not hold up. I was hoping you would feel the opposite way and that we could, uh, we could have a, con- a controversial episode <laughs> it and seemed, not... It I, seemed too clear the way we were both asking the questions about... Yeah. How'd you feel? Did all the jokes land? I know. All the jokes? All the jokes. Mm. Mm. And here's the thing. I, I wanted to really like this again because I hadn't <laughs> seen it in years. You know what I mean? But there was definitely a lot of parts where I was like, uh, I'd watched, it was a very disjointed watch. Mm-hmm. I'd stop it, do something, stop it, do something else. I watched it the it. whole way through. Okay, God bless you. Um, so I, m- I mentioned that I had watched this with my son many years ago, at least 10 years ago, maybe mm-hmm. a little longer. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he wanted to see, now this was still uh, blockbuster days. Right. When he saw it. I missed those days. So I would, you know, take him to the video God. store. He wanted to see the mask. We got the mask. And then right away, he wanted to see Son of the Mask. Mm. Did you ever see that one? No, I didn't. It didn't make it. Into don't, the play. Jamie, don't. Jamie Kennedy? Jamie Kennedy. Okay. Alan Cummings? Yes. Okay. Alan Cummings plays Loki. Mm. Loki's there, coming back for his mask. Right, of course. And more on that in a little bit. Yeah. yeah. Um, but the main attraction is the baby. Ah, uh, Son of the Mask. Yes, Son right. of the Mask. So what, what happens is... Jamie Kennedy impregnates his wife while wearing the mask. Of course he would. And then this child is the mask incarnate. Gotcha. Now, Jamie Kennedy's not playing Stanley Ipkiss, is he? No. Oh, okay. No, new characters. Whole new set of characters. Yeah. It's a standalone mm. sequel. Standalone sequel. Okay. Yeah. Ben Stein, I think, is the only uh, character mm. that's in it. Now, how many people actually won Ben Stein's money? I mean, not, not that, many. that many. Not that many, right? And the ones who were winning it, why weren't they going on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire? Or something? Because all they're winning is $5,000. Oh, really? Yeah. I thought it was more than that. No, it was $5,000 on Ben Stein's oh, money. Oh, Ben Stein, all those clear eye commercials, you couldn't fork over another five grand? Well, and the, the whole thing was either Ben Stein is getting paid this per episode mm-hmm. or the winning contestant gets paid this gotcha. per episode. Gotcha. That kind of makes sense. And that, that was the whole shtick of why you would be winning Ben Stein's money. But the, uh, the other thing about it was he was so smart. So smart. And just so quick with Too everything. Quick. Yeah. There was no reason for those people to go on that show. If they could beat him, they could beat anybody on right. Jeopardy. They could be winning Who Wants to Be a Millionaire, which had right. a little bit of overlap with Ben Stein's money. Right. I could see a that. Bit. Yeah. Yeah. But I loved that show. Of course. Man, that... The questions yeah. were better, you know? Yeah. The whole shtick was better. The whole gimmick. The whole... The whole gimmick. If you said who is or what is, if you phrased your response in the mm-hmm. form of a question, you had to wear the dunce cap for right. the rest of the rounds. Right. That was great. Exactly. Because this isn't Jeopardy. Right. You know what I mean? Al Chebec's not chasing some hobo out of his hotel room fighting for his life true story true story <coughs> you know what i mean oh hi hi wifey how you doing that's my number one fan right there when i post something and nobody else responds she's the first one to give it that little push of like hey how you doing oh thanks and that's what she's there for you know to kind of validate my my insecurities and make me feel whole again mm. kind of like this movie um yeah so back to the movie yeah uh so- Here's the first thing that turned me off about yeah, yeah, yeah. the movie. Go, go, go. <laughs> not, not the used condom in his pocket in the, in, the, in, the, in the alleyway, right? No. Okay. The whole nice guy thing. Mm. And maybe it's just that, you know, I just feel like this was so much fuel for insoles. Am I allowed to say oh, that you word? Could bring, you could bring this up. I mean, this is definitely more of a mouthy broadcast topic, but go oh, ahead. Oh, sure. Go ahead. 
<laughs> this is something I feel like you guys would rant about. This is oh yeah. Well, well, I mean, it's a it's the classic trope of well, nice guys finish last, right? Wah, and it's wah. not until you start acting like an asshole that the pretty girl's gonna notice right, you. Right, right, right. And and I, that's the whole theme of the movie. I don't like it when the nice I mean, guys are played too nice. Nice guys are too. definitely nice guys. Like, give us a Ben Stiller kind of nice guy that's like, I'm a nice guy, but I also accidentally put the jizz in the hair kind of thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's a good good point there. Yeah. Where instead of like the nice guy all the way, like like Ipkiss is just too nice all the way. Sure, you can take these concert tickets for your friends. Right. Yeah. I don't have to go with you. No. Right. Yeah. And he just pops on these cartoons as soon as he gets home, like... You know, I don't know. Yeah. Like, and, and hey, look, no, no hate on cartoons, but just pick better cartoons. Mm-hmm. You're not watching Batman the Animated Series? You're watching like some old school like Looney Tunes kind of thing? I don't like know. Like Woody Woodpecker? Right. Yeah. It's kind of weird. Yeah. But he's a cartoon. Mm-hmm. He becomes a cartoon. So. Were, were you familiar with the comic at all? The, uh, the mask? The mask comic? Not at all. Okay. No. And I saw a little bit about it on Wikipedia. I never read it. Yeah. But I heard from sources that it's good for feeding dogs. No, I've heard that it's, <laughs> it's violent. It's actually really violent and not mm-hmm. at all like the movie where the movie's more like playing to like the Jim Carrey. Yeah. You know, I guess it's supposed to be a kid's movie, right? It seems like it. It's, yeah? Yeah, it feels, it's got that cartoonish vibe to it. Yeah. Um, I remember, I feel like my brother saw it first and I remember him coming home and saying that his favorite part was when the dog put on the mask. Like, oh. oh, there's a part where the dog wears the mask, and it's really great. Really great, yeah. That yeah. dog saves the day. Yeah, that dog the is the best. I can't remember. Does Jim Carrey actually save the day with the mask at the very end, or does the dog end up saving the day? I think, I'm pretty sure Milo. I don't remember, yeah. and I just watched it yesterday. <laughs> I can't even remember who saves the day. Look, if there's any adamant like hardcore mask fans out there we're right sorry. now listening, we're I'm sorry. sorry. You know, again, this is Comic Cons. We conning the shit out of this thing, okay? <laughs> If there's a million podcasts out there that would break do a scene for scene breakdown on this. I'm sure. Um, so, uh, and I the other thing about yeah. this. Uh, so Cameron Diaz, absolutely Cameron gorgeous. Diaz. Sure. But that's it. That's it. She best piece of scenery in any movie ever. That dance scene. Yeah. That first dance scene. Yeah, that's great. When they're doing the hoko kamonko chungo. But that's you know? not her. It's not her dancing. I don't think so. It's not her singing. Definitely not her singing. Somebody else was singing. Somebody named Susan Boyd was singing. Not oh, Susan not, not Boyle. S- oh, I thought it was Susan Boyle. I was hoping it was Susan Did Boyle. Did Susan too. Boyle actually have a Boyle? I think her whole face was a Boyle. Oh, God. That was, okay, let's talk about Susan Boyle real okay, quick. Okay, yeah, real quick. Real quick. Right. Disclaimer, disclaimer. For people who don't know who Susan, who Susan Boyle right. is. <laughs> You're clearly fans of this show if you do. <laughs> Uh, it was, um, was it America's Got Talent or Britain's Got Talent? I think it was one of the two and they fused the two. Like she yeah. went on both at some point. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, one of those talent search right. shows and she comes out and she's looking all hideous and she's like, I'm going to sing a song. And Simon Cowell's like, oh, I bet you I'll sing a song. Yeah, here she goes. Right. Let's see what happens. And she's a beautiful voice and blows everybody away. Mm-hmm. If she came out looking pretty. Right. Nobody would care that she had a beautiful voice. But here's the deal. It was, it was just like, oh, she looks ugly and could right. sing. That was the stick. Most people don't have it all. It's like this, okay? And I say you this know? for a lot of things like this, okay? Because beauty is in the eye of the beholder, truly. Absolutely. But I will tell you this. Every now and then you do get a little willow scene where you go, 
he is a warrior, you know, and that's the kind of look that they want from these shows, you know, they want people to go, she is a beautiful voice, you know what I'm saying, and that's, you know, yeah. If you don't know what Willow is, then you know you can uh, look it up. It's a it's an old movie, Mad Mardigan, probably Val Kimmer's best role ever. <laughs> Kobayashi Jedi, shout out to you, buddy. Hey, man. Quick little shout out here. We'll take a quick little pause here to yeah, give a yeah, shout yeah. out to Kobayashi Jedi, who, by the way, has started a new podcast called Vegas Ramblers, and it's on Spotify now. So if you're in the mood for some the hunk of the chunk of the penitent man shall pass you know what i'm saying we're gonna need a bigger boat that kind of a thing then you just tune right into vegas ramblers baby okay all right had to give you a shout out buddy i will check it out i will check out vegas ramblers for sure we should start a podcast um channel all of us all of us should just start a channel yeah we got thumbs up from from the engineer mr way from engineer (laughs) engineer matt way says thumbs up that would totally yeah. be awesome. Yeah, you know, for our a own channel. channel yeah. You know, take it away from the man. Wait a minute, but you don't have to pay anything for Anchor. It's not like you're paying. Take it away from the, the streets. You know, <laughs> um, I guess I'm just trying to beat around the bush because I don't really know what else I'm going to say about this movie. Uh, look, practical effects. Are there any? There's some, right? The mask, there are the makeup. Some. I think they blended. Yeah. They blended some together. The effects hold up. I think they do actually. It, visually, it was yeah. it was good. I think the anime, even him when he turns into the, oh, boom, 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 when he turns into the wolf. And yeah, his comes out. I like that part. I thought that was good. Yeah, it looks, it works. Um, his alarm clock that sure. he's banging with a sledgehammer as he goes down the hallway. Him bouncing yeah. up and down, and even totally. the, even Milo, the, the scene when Milo's got on the mask and he's running back and forth. Right. It's still a dog's body. It's still a dog's body. They got the CGI head for right. sure, but it's it. So this is another movie where, uh, I know we talked about it when we just did Roger Rabbit mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and comparing it to like The Phantom Menace, mm-hmm. how much better the effects look. Yes, yes. Is, and they really did a great job with that. The lighting is well done, you know. The lighting is well done. Like even mm-hmm. when he's, it's particularly well done at night too when he's at night and somebody honks his horn, their horn at him, you know, and he pulls out the, and like breaks the guy's windshield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like it's 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 of course it's campy because right. it's '90s and it's and it's a quasi comic book movie, but it's um, it works because it blends really well. There's like some tangibility there with some of the effects. You know, it's not it doesn't seem as washed out as some of the other stuff that came out around that time, and it very well could have been. You know, I mean, look, it's no Tank Girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> it's no Tank Girl. We all know this because I noticed one thing about this movie is there's not a really strong soundtrack the way most '90s movies had. Uh, back in the day, you know, like a lot of these movies, especially like The Crow or, or um, like I said, Tank Girl, you know, right? Uh, other movies in the '90s, action or not, or sci-fi or not, or comic book or not, they always had really strong, significant soundtracks. This one doesn't really have that. I think there's some, some, some swing suit, Larry, leisure suit, Larry stuff going on. I don't know. I don't know anything yeah. about that kind of music, so I'm I'm just kind of brainstorming, hoping no, you can save z- me. Zoot suit. Zoot suit. There that's we go. That's what you mean. Swing suit. I was just agreeing, like yeah, 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 yeah. That's what you mean. Yeah. And I that's was why also. You're on I'm trying to. Fi- I was trying to figure out if uh, Cameron Diaz had actually danced or not. Oh, gotcha. Um, gotcha. Uh, the scene where Carrie, as the mask, is being chased by gangsters and pulls out a wet condom from one of his pockets and mm-hmm. says, "Sorry, wrong pocket." Was improvised by the actor. Yeah. So does that mean he had a used condom on his personage? Either that, or he just thought of the idea to you know you know bring it out. You know why not? You know yeah. I do love that they kind of gave him free reign. 
And he actually saved them some money in the special effects department because they were able to do a lot of shit that they would not have been able to do normally because he was so elastic and so bendable. He was yeah. kind of like a Reed Richards for all those Fantastic Four fans out there. He was very stretchy, you know what I mean? I mean, even when he's doing the smoking and he like leaves the bathroom, I mean, his whole acting persona is cartoonish, you know? Yeah. So it works. And always has been. Absolutely. Now, what's your favorite Jim Carrey movie of all time? Just real quick. <sighs> Don't say The Majestic. No. <laughs> Absolutely not hey, The Majestic. Hey, it's still a good movie. It's still a good I th- movie. I think I'll go with Ace Ventura. Really? I think I'll go with Ace oh, Ventura. Yes. See, I gotta, yes. Go, I gotta go Cable Guy, man. Yeah. I don't know. It, I, I do love Cable that Guy. That movie, man. And I think it's all the references to TV. Yes. The Eric Roberts so cameo. Yeah. You know? And the, the Andy Dick cameo. I mean, there's so many great guys in there. Even Bob Odenkirk shows up. Oh, you know, he does? Yeah. I didn't know. I have to go back and look He's for the that. guy that stands up after Matthew Broderick finally punches him. He's like, what the hell's wrong with you, man? <laughs> you know? It's so good. It's so good. I like dark comedies like that, you know? And uh, he's clearly a creepazoid, you know? Lauren's just looking through her phone to see if I'm there's anything else worthwhile okay. talking about while I'm stalling. Well, this is all I can find. It says, the dancing scene. Did you see those dancing feet in the mm. big Coco Bongo dance scene in the mask? It was actually Jim Carrey dancing. Although Carrie landed his voice for the song and Cameron did not. Mm. So maybe she didn't. I don't know. It looked like, at least in parts of it, she wasn't dancing and they were using Correct. doubles. Correct. That's what I thought. I thought for the big moves, we weren't seeing her face for a reason. Right. I gotcha. So I'm not sure. Um, did you notice Amy Yasback pops up in this? Yeah, the one from Wings? Yeah. <laughs> Love that call out. <laughs> uh, and uh, men wear tights, something? Uh, yeah, Robin Hood men in tights. <laughs> hey, she you was know, made Marion in Robin Hood men in tights. Yeah. Yes, yes. But he doesn't get with her at the end of the movie. No. He should have. That should have been the pick. That See, that's the thing. Like, I would have preferred that. Right. In this kind of a movie where the nice says, guy, she yeah. says you're a nice guy. Right. Well, she ends up being a sellout, too. She ends up selling him out to the bad guy. Oh, yeah, that's and right. And Cameron Diaz is actually the good one. Wow. With the looks. That's right. So he gets the nice girl with the looks. At that's the what I get for leaving the room to make some cinnamon toast. <laughs> Jesus. You know, you leave the room for five minutes, and there you go. You get a power play. Yeah. Did you have a favorite scene? Oh, um, oh shoot. I did, yeah. and I forgot it. <laughs> See, I'm sorry, kids. We're kind of tired because we spent a large while just kind of beating the hell out of some gremlins earlier. Some gremlins it's, got into the wire. It's when he tells off his boss. That's when it is. When uh, so oh, that's Stanley's good. always getting you know beat down by his boss. And he gets to work. He gets to work late. You are forty minutes late. Blah right, blah blah. And right. he goes, "Back off, monkey boy, or yeah. I'll tell your daddy that you're running this place like your own personal piggy bank." Right, right, right. right. That's and good. it's a because it's a classic Jim Carrey delivery. Mm-hmm. Kind of like. Uh, you know, we see it later, like in Liar Liar. Yeah. When he goes off, like in that courtroom scene in, in Liar Liar, where he's just, you know, you know. That's, that's an underrated one, too. I like yeah, that one. That's I do like one. Liar Liar. What's yeah. her name in that? Uh, from Bound? Jennifer Tilly? Yeah. Did she pop up in that? Yeah. Yeah, she plays a, his uh, woman. Um, what is she? Mistress? No, no, no. She's Maybe. one of his clients. Clients. Gotcha. Yeah, you. she's one of his clients. Um, no, the one, the neighbor that's in the elevator. Hmm. is, uh, I forget that actress's name. I just know that she was, um, at one point, she was Billy on Days of Our Lives. Oh, well, there you go, kids. See? Lisa Renna also played Billy on Days Not of Our Lives. Not going to disappoint here. Not going to disappoint yeah. here. 
but I can't remember that actress's name. The one in the elevator with, everybody's been so nice since I moved in. Well, that's because you got big boobs. Oh, zinger. <laughs> Gotta love it. Oh, man. Speaking of big boobs, I actually like the dancing scene. A lot. Uh-huh. Oh, you know? oh, yes. The dancing scene's great. Like the first one, when he breaks in, and they're like, who did it? Who, who took the money? That guy. That guy took the money. And by the way, the guy who gets the doctor, who gets axed in this movie, mm-hmm. I guess he was supposed to be this badass dude who's going to break into the bank. He doesn't even get to showcase his skills because the mask beats him to the punch, you know, literally. And then... All the while, he gets, I guess he got like side swiped by a bullet or yeah, cut some something. I, don't, I wasn't even sure how he got shot. I don't know. All of a sudden, they're just back at but the club and he's uh, dying. That's Reggie Cathy. That's our boy from The Wire. And he's uh, rest in peace, you know? Yeah. No longer with us. So he's a solid character actor. Yeah. I like seeing And they him gave him such a, uh, such a, you know, nothing role. Right. And I couldn't help but better. notice that he had his tie tucked into his pants. Was that a 90s oh, thing? Oh, I did not notice that. I didn't notice that. Is that a 90s thing? Tucking your tie into your pants? Do you know? Does anybody on the <laughs> IG know? No. Does anybody know that? No? Know. Anybody? Hmm? I don't think it was. Most people are asleep by this hour. No. Everybody has to get up and <laughs> go into to their moon-based jobs. I didn't wear ties in the 90s. You didn't? No, you didn't I was not a... You did Demi Moore anything? I was going to say, I wasn't doing the Paula Poundstone, but... Paula Poundstone. Yeah, she's still Moore. pounding the street, so to speak. <laughs> she's still... She's out there. She's doing, she's doing the game. She's... Uh, I just heard her on NPR with uh, really? Neil deGrasse Tyson. Yeah. Oh wow. She still tells jokes. I bet they're. She's bet still they're pretty funny. funny. She's still pretty funny, actually. She's still got it going. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like it. Um, I did always like the uh, cop singing number too. Oh, that's good. The. Uh, that's good. Yeah, you know, that's Cuban Pete, right? I think you should be telling me anything at this point, because this this watching this movie was I was in a fever dream. And you know? um, I liked the bit. Now, this does, is a joke that definitely doesn't hold up. When uh-huh. the cop stopped and then he goes, it wasn't me. It was the one-armed man. Right. right. I liked that. And yeah. that was a, this was, of course, right after The Fugitive came out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You know, big blockbuster. There's some good data references in here, you know? Yeah. But they still, it's the kind of thing that you could appreciate being a 90s movie fan. You know what right. I mean? Some of the shticks, some of the jokes. And just after that part, the cops are going through mm-hmm. his, his pockets. And there's some funny bits there where yeah. like, they pull out a giant bazooka. Right. And these are all things that I think as a young kid I found very funny. Absolutely. You know? It's a, it's a kid's it's movie. movie. That's like what it a, is. This is the yeah. second time in a row we've done a kid's movie. Yeah. And we're wondering why it doesn't have the same kind of magical feeling. Yeah. Although I don't know if, the, if Legend is a kid's kid's movie. Yeah. But it is kind we of. We did a, Roger Rabbit right before that. I know. You break this cycle. You know, we could switch gears real quick and just uh, review the rest of Collateral. Have you seen it yet? I didn't see Collateral. I'm so sorry. And I and meant you, to bring it back. And you loved it, right? And I, I didn't see it. I'm sorry. And I meant to bring it back to you because we realized it was on HBO also. Oh, so shit. I was like, oh, I'll still bring it. Even though I didn't get to finish watching it, I'll bring it back. I started watching it. Was it yesterday? No, it was Friday. I don't know. <laughs> My son had his wisdom teeth out on oh, Friday. Oh, no. So I was home all day taking care of him. And he's all drugged and, up. Yeah, and all drugged up. And also being an asshole because he's just in pain. Oh, man. But he knew, like, he knew he was being an asshole. Like, I'd be like, oh, can I get you some mashed potatoes? Mm-hmm, Do you want some mm-hmm. chocolate milk? Well, can you want me to go get ice cream? Leave me alone. Right. I'm spitting out blood. Where's the trigger? <laughs> Rachel! Rachel! Like, all of a sudden, he just turns into... Nolan Dark Knight, you know. Come on, man. Give but, me the drugs. But so he would be be mean and then he'd go, 
I'm sorry. Yeah. I'm in a lot of pain. I'm That's why I'm pain. being an asshole. Right. I'm in a lot of pain right now. My parents are dead. My parents are dead. I'm Batman. Nice coat. I'm your mother. I'm right here. I'm yeah, not dead. Yeah. <laughs> Where is she? No. Where is she? He wouldn't give a trigger to an ordinary citizen. <laughs> Perhaps he would shoot a man before throwing him out of a plane. Sorry. <laughs> so, anyway, at one point this weekend, I put on Collateral. Because I was like, I got to watch Collateral. Mm-hmm, I got to mm-hmm. watch it. I got to give it back to Nick. It's got to be And done. I just wasn't paying enough attention. Yeah. And then I was like... I'm not getting the plot. I gotta watch this. And mm-hmm. Matt actually said to me, he was like, "It's a really good movie, but you really Thank do you, have to pay attention." You're goddamn and right. He was like, "Just put it on." I'm telling you, man. A time Tom when you're Tom Cruise as a bad guy. Mm-hmm. I need more of that in my life. Mm-hmm. Like he crushes that those scenes, man. He takes out three thugs in an alleyway, Michael Mann style, like that, 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 double tap. Oh, it's so good. I so did good. see that part. Oh, it was and so it good. was good, but I was still like. Because I was like, why is Jamie Foxx going along with any of this? And, and Matt's like, you should probably watch yeah, he, it at a point he, he where puts up, He puts up some attention. fights. He puts up a lot. Yeah. He, gives, he gives Vincent a run for his money a lot yeah. of different times. And that's the thing I loved about it, too, is that in, a scene, in movies like that, a lot of times, the guy kind of goes along with it because he kind of has to for the sake of the plot and the sake of the movie. But in this one, it's like, no, he tries to get out of the scenario several times. Yeah. So much to the point where I'm like, no, just go along with it. Vincent's awesome. Like I'm rooting for Vincent <laughs> half what, the time. That's what Matt said. He was like, "I," he's like, "I'd be so cool with it." Yeah, I'd just be like, "Yeah, you can kill the bad guys." I mean, you're, you're okay. killing other bad guys, right? Like you're not killing like women and children. We're yeah. good. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, just I let me know what you think when you finish it because it's I'm gonna solid. watch it from I'm watching it from start to finish, and I'm right. not gonna yeah. Okay. Yeah. Michael Mann. It's Michael Mann. Yeah. Well, Michael Mann so. didn't do this movie. Uh, some guy named Chuck Marshall, I think, did. And, um, it was Russell something. It might have been. <laughs> Anyhow. <laughs> she's Hang gonna, on here. Uh, Lauren's going to fact check that. But in the meantime, this guy did Nightmare on Elm Street 3. He did uh, The Blob, the live action Blob from the 90s. And he did a little movie called Eraser with Arnold Schwarzenegger. Oh, and he James did. <laughs> it's Chuck Russell. Chuck Russell. I was right. Chuck Russell. Uh, we were both right. Oh, you said I Chuck said Marshall. something. I said, you know what I was thinking? I was thinking Cat Power Chan Marshall. Oh. Something was, something was coming out of me. You know? Yeah, you said Chuck Marshall, Sad and I said I music. thought it was Russell something. Yeah, Russell, not Russell Simmons. <laughs> God, no. But yeah, he did a racer, man. So he's already got a, he's got a Golden Globe in my book. You know what I mean? I don't know if he won a Golden Globe for a racer, but... <laughs> As far as I'm uh, concerned. Screenplay written by, uh, well, story written by Michael Fallon and Mark Verheden. Yeah, I don't know who, what else they did. And screenplay by Mike Werb. Yeah, I'm not sure. Not Webb, Werb. Yeah, I'm not sure. That's a real Werby name. I'm not. But a lot of stuff came out this same year. We were talking about that in the last podcast. We yeah. had this, and we had Wolf. We had Lion King. We had, uh, well, we had you know, the, 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 the Shadow, the, you know? We had uh, Didn't Street Jurassic Fighter. Park come out in 94? I, don't th- I think that was 93. Okay. Yeah. I just got a nod, too, from the... Yep. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's, that feels so... I got to tell you. I just got to say this right now. It feels so legit just having Matt here with us and, like, seeing the peripheral, like, seeing a nod in the affirmative. It really does, like, kind of make me feel a little bit more professional as a podcaster. Like, oh, yeah. You know, and, like, there's somebody, like, even though he's not running the sound or anything like that, it just feels good to have somebody else being like, Yeah. You're right. Was there a Batman that came out this year? Uh, Did the Batman with no. Jim Carrey come out? Oh, no, 95. 95 was the forever. Yeah. It was the following summer. Which, by the way, revisited, not that bad. Yeah? Not as bad as it gets made out to be. Not okay. compared to Batman and Robin. Okay. You know? I mean, yeah. it's, not, it's no Batman 1989, but it's still got a... 
Oh, nothing, Gift from the Gusto. Nothing you know? is about me in 1989. It's the best movie ever, yeah. you know? So. Well, anyway, now that we've done talking <laughs> about the mask and anything but, and we're 30 minutes in, did you recast this? Because, you know, we brought... I tried. I was trying to think. So if anybody's with us, by the way, chime in. We're going to recast the movie, and you throw in your casting calls. i got to see a couple people on there. I don't know if they're still on or not, but just throw it out there. Casting call. We're going to recast the movie now. I was trying to think who in our time mm-hmm. is a physical comedian. Right. 2019 remake or 2020 remake. And... The only thing I could think to do sure. with this movie to make it any kind of a different angle. Right. And I know I'm doing this. This will be the second time in a row I'm doing this. Tilda Swinton. No. No. <laughs> but a, a gender swap. Okay. Rebel Wilson. Rebel Wilson. As Stanley Ipkiss. Wow. As Stanley Ipkiss. Okay. Here's why a gender swap won't work. Won't work. Okay. It lay won't it, work. Lay it on me. Lay it on me. And this is the feminist saying this too, by the way, kids. So this is not coming from it's me. It's not so going to work. But nothing of this movie can be, can be brought into modern day and, and work with you know, really? a feminist. You don't think I don't so? think okay. anything from this movie can work. Well, I mean, if you change the plot completely. Okay. Because the whole, uh, the whole thing is you got this young, beautiful starlet. Right. Even though she can't even lip sync to save her life. Right. Like, I don't know if you noticed that whole singing scene. Oh, what? And here, this just what? in. What? This just in. The mask creator teases female-led reboot may be in the works. And I did not see this beforehand, folks. See, I kind of, I was going to beat you to this, but I was going to let you go on your point and explain why a gender bend would be good for this. So. Because I, I think they're looking at, uh, what's her name from SNL? Kate McKinnon? Yes. That's a good choice, yeah. Solid choice. Excellent choice. I love her. So here's, here's what I see with the movie as far as like why I, think that the gender issues are a problem so we've got you know cam the cameron diaz tina character sure who is just beautiful gorgeous but right. kind of a not trophy wife but you know trophy girlfriend arm candy okay to dorian the uh the crime boss right 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 you know who's so dorian and so usual suspects in so many ways <laughs> right you know, I mean? you know he's, he does it best and uh, Stanley, who everybody just ignores, right. doesn't doesn't look at twice. Right. He puts on the mask. It doesn't make him more attractive. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It makes him pretty hideous. Right. But then all the women are all over him. Mm. And I feel like if you had a lead role of a woman, mm-hmm. and she puts on the mask, n- no guy's going to be drooling over a green faced monster. Yeah, but isn't it just supposed to accentuate like their inner, like who they are deep down? I mean, not from the comic. I don't know about the comic, so I can't speak to that. I but mean, from the movies, the movies mythology tends to speak. I'm just talking about what we see. Right, right. Is why I was like, I don't even know if gender swapping would work. Would yeah, work. Okay. I mean, if you change the plot. Sure. You sure. Know, because what ends up happening with Stanley is it puts him in touch with, you know, the mask is this. Uh, peace inside himself that always demands what he wants right and always just goes for it Mm -hmm. and it puts him in touch with that side so that there's more balance so that he can stand up to his boss so that he can ask a girl out on a date and not always be this nice guy falling short of everything yeah um so 
if we change the motivation because his motivation is just to get the girl. Yeah. That's, I mean, he wants to be the cool guy. He wants to be, yeah. able, to, he wants to be able to be the guy that can get into the Coco Bongo, you know? And get a girl. Which I think one of the reasons why this movie might not work now is if they were to kind of redo it is do people actually, and this is maybe just from my own ignorance because I, you know, just don't go out anymore, but are there actual club-like places like that where people go and like see a lounge singer? Not or here. <laughs> Like, um, maybe an edge city. I don't know. So they could probably make it like more like a club club, like a straight up like regular dance club, maybe. And just like, yeah. you couldn't get into that club, you know, like yeah. a Miami kind of thing or a Panama city kind of thing, you know, or there could be a concert or something. Going sure. On there. there you go. Something like that. Open you know? mic night. Open mic night. Maybe, you know, we still have those around here. Right. Maybe he could be a struggling comic or he or she, yeah. just kidding, you know, that would, yeah, that's a good you know, maybe call. they could be like a, a, a struggling comic who lives at home with his ailing mother and then something goes wrong and then the mother dies and then he doesn't get the job and then a bunch of guys beat the hell out of him on a subway and then he, I don't know, he kidnaps uh, Robert De Niro somehow and then, uh, oh wait, that, that's coming out in October, sorry. That's, 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 uh, that's a different movie. That's, um, which by the way, that looks amazing. Um, I didn't recast this. So Off the Temple, just recasting Off the Temple... The first guy that came to my mind was Bill Paxton, but he's no longer with us. You know? So maybe 10 years ago, Bill yeah. Paxton could have done this movie. But I would like to see this maybe not as a movie, but as a show. Okay. Because I don't know if it's strong enough to be a two-hour thing, yeah. but I think it could be really cool if they made it episodic, like on Netflix or HBO, where uh, they find the mask and he's hilarity ensues in the, in, in, in the form of just massive violence and he has to struggle with that. Kind of like a Dexter in his dark shadow. Hmm. But just going after like bad guys, but with the mask, you know that what I mean? Work. And doing yeah. crazy cartoonish off the wall shit, but not Bill Paxton. Maybe, uh, maybe, uh, I mean, I like Wes Bentley a lot for things. I don't know who he is. Who's Wes that? Bentley? Who's oh Wes man. Bentley? Um, he was in, uh, he was in, uh, he was American Horror Story. Okay. You know, which, which one? He's kind of like the Who's Jake and Hall, Jake Gyllenhaal ish kind of guy, you know, with the eternal five o'clock shadow. You know, and those moody eyes. Which uh, which season of American Horror Story? I think it was the last couple, like I the Freak the Show. First one. Oh damn! But I know this guy from anything. He's on the Kevin Costner show where he's on the ranch, on the Paramount Network. I can't believe it. <laughs> American Beauty. Oh, American oh, Beauty! He's yeah, the guy with the camera. He's the guy with the camera. That guy. He could be good. You know. Yeah. You know, and if not him, maybe a Sam Rockwell. You know. The mustache guy. Sam Rockwell. He dances in every movie he's in. No, <laughs> you know who Sam Rockwell is. And Matt keeps whispering to me, and I don't. Three know billboards what he's uh, in Missouri or whatever. I didn't see that one. What? Oh my god! I can't hear you. Um, he's in. Uh, he's in. Uh, in. Uh, in the movie with. Um, he doesn't have a mustache. Doesn't Sam Rockwell have a mustache? He's got like something going on at all times. He's in Iron Man too. He plays a uh, Hammer, Joseph Hammer, Joey Hammer. What is it? The bad guy. No, but not the Mickey Rourke Russian with the parrot, the other bad guy. And not Don Cheadle. I like how I said, not the Mickey Rourke character. Because he plays Don the other Don Cheadle guy. becomes a bad guy, too. Don Cheadle doesn't become a bad guy. When he's War Machine, he's like they blowing fight. shit up. They have a little fight. Friends fight sometimes, that's all. Mm-hmm. Doesn't make them bad guys, you know? Jeez. Oh, hey, Sarita, how you doing, girl? That's what's up. You shouldn't have me on this show. I'm just destroying everything. Hey, you classes join up, okay? I'm just rambling. <laughs> um, well, let's rate this thing. I mean, or unless you want to recast Cameron Diaz. I mean, it doesn't matter. Right. Yeah, it doesn't matter, does <laughs> Somebody it? Somebody to stand there and look good. <laughs> no, 
it was. God bless and, her that she got the role. No, it, bro- and, it broke her in. I think it I'm broke not, her in. And I'm not. It did break right. her in. And I like Cameron Diaz. I do too. I enjoy. I mean, yeah. something about Mary. She was great. Yeah. You know, she's. I doing, liked her in the other woman a lot. Actually, that was a good movie. I don't know that one. That's right. Guilty as charged. Guilty pleasures. Sorry. But what is that movie? <laughs> I don't know it. Uh, it's the one where. Um, Mm, mm, mm. This is 40, this is 40, uh, that chick. The wife of... Uh, Leslie Mann? Yeah, Leslie Mann, her husband, Paul the guy Rudd. from Game of Thrones, cheats on her. Oh, the guy from Game of Thrones? Yeah, in, in The Other Woman. Okay. Cheats on her with this younger woman, and then uh, actually with Cameron Diaz, and then that guy cheats on Cameron Diaz with a younger woman, and so Cameron Diaz teams up with Leslie Mann to get revenge, oh. and then they all team up to get revenge on the guy. All three okay. of them. And so it's kind of like a nine, two, five, except with the sexist boss. It's like, let's go after our... You know you what know. else she was really good in? Mm-hmm. Uh, the Sweetest Thing. You ever seen that? That's a good one. It's a good one. And Thomas Jane's there to support. Yes. You know? Yes. Before he's doing sick, pucker, pecker, parabellum. <laughs> Vengeance is not revenge. Wait a minute. I just said that it is. Yeah. Yeah. But... Um, <laughs> But I like but Cameron you like Diaz. Her. I you just, like her. I yeah. really do like her as an actress. So I'm glad she got this role. Absolutely. But there is nothing to it. Okay. Just nothing. Yeah. The poor, and I'm saying, like, they don't even, they didn't even, like, try to get her to lip sync right mm. in the singing scene. Like, they're just, half the time she's got her back turned to the camera. Yeah, I don't know. I didn't notice. No, it's like. Sing- <laughs> Just, and watch it. You as a singer, yes. watch that scene again. Okay, okay. And it's just like, come on. Right. They're not even trying. She's not even trying. She's not even trying. She's not even trying to lip sync. It's like, who am I kidding? Who am I kidding? What are we doing here? Yeah. Right. At least it's not like, lowered expectation. <laughs> and then her lips just keep moving. I just mimed that off camera. You know, yeah, no, her lips didn't keep moving. It was just that it was right. very clear that there's no... No breath, right. no nothing. You know, like if you're lip syncing, right? You gotta, you gotta act like you're you belting it out. Like you gotta get you that. You gotta vein. act like you're hitting those notes, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. even if you don't get that vein. I understand. Right. You still want to look pretty. Your camera. But DS. if that flag comes down the flagpole, you gotta, you know, sing your heart out anyway. I don't know why they wouldn't just have her sing, right? And then they could just cut out the audio. Well, I heard her sing in one movie. Yeah. My best friend's wedding. Oh yeah. Hey, that's a good one too, isn't it? That's is a good one. And you got that Andy DeFranco and cover. She's great in it too. She's great in it too. Yeah. And that's where that whole th- mess started about Dylan McDermott and you know Dermot Mulroney. You know Dylan McDermott, Dermot Mulroney. That classic sting. You know <laughs> what are we gonna do? Well, we do have six beautiful ratings on this show. At the top of the heap, we have Call It a Work Good, then Movie Theater Good, then home video good, then catch it on cable good, then sick with the flu good, and then solitary confinement good. Lauren, what do you rate this guy? I rate it catch it on cable good. Catch it on cable. Mm. And for what? Just because if it's on, you're going to catch it? You're going to watch some of it? I'm going to catch I mean, it, and I'm going to watch some of the scenes. Some Netflix, okay. All yeah, right. I'll watch some of the scenes. Okay. And for those of you who haven't seen it in a long time, right. give it a go again. Give it a go again. I'm not... I'm not mad at the movie. I'm not. You're not mad at the movie. Okay. I'm not mad All at right. the movie. I'm All just right. looking at it and saying, it doesn't work like it used to. Yeah. Not as good as it was for me at one time. I gotta say, and I and it pains me to say this because I don't want to be this guy, but I'm rating this solitary confinement good. Oh my god. <laughs> um, I kept stopping the movie not because I actually had a lot of shit to do. I mean, at one point I stopped this just so I could focus on folding towels. You know what I mean? Um, I. 
I really love Jim Carrey, you know, and I fucking love Dumb and Dumber. And I fucking love Cable Guy. You know what I mean? Um, but this movie, I feel like it's not even really him. I just feel like it's what he was in the 90s. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like when I watch sense. him and other stuff now and how funny he can, I even like that, the, the fabulous, uh, not the Baker Boys, but the, but the magic dudes and the Steve Carell, Steve Buscemi, he pops up in there. That movie got like no good reviews whatsoever, but it was pretty solid. The Fabulous or the Wonderful, Mantabulous, something brothers. I don't know. I'm looking back there to see if we get any, he's not, he's, any nods. He, but he was good in that. He played like a, I don't know a, what a we're Chris Angel uh, kind of dark magician kind of oh, guy, yeah. street performer. And he was solid in that. Um, oh, hey. You know. <laughs> that's mm-hmm. how we do. Catch it on what? Catch it on cable. Catch it on cable. Yep, that's what she says. That's what, that's what Sarita says. Thank mm-hmm. you. Thanks, girl. Maybe I shouldn't use your government name. I'm sorry. PB Fly says, you know, <laughs> catch it on cable. Um, but yeah, I say, I say solitary confinement. If I'm in the hole, you know, and Nurse Ratchet pushes that, that copy underneath the door. That's when I'm like, well, I mean, I've been under here for a long time. I might as well pause it on the, on the dance scenes for Cam and Diaz. <laughs> drink on Saturdays. You know, been a long time. But that's really about it. Because he kind of, I don't know. It just wasn't, it didn't grab me. And I don't think it grabbed me that much then, years ago, but it doesn't. And it definitely grabs me even less. Yeah, yeah, you know, I don't know. Especially when it's like hot as balls, you know, and I'd much rather be talking about collateral, you know. And if I had seen it, we could have been talking about that. I know, I know. You know, really, this is just a skeleton. We use this as an excuse to hang out and talk about all things crazy. Um, So it's just the fact that you came over here and we did this is is a testament to your friendship. Of course. And and your your dedication to the Comic-Cons. Giving them I, a good I'm show. I'm wearing my shirt. Yes, wearing the shirt, rocking the Comic-Cons podcast t-shirt. By the way, we still have plenty of sizes left. If you guys want one, just direct a message. You know what I'm saying? Hit us up on the IG or on Comic-Cons podcast at gmail.com, and we'll send you one, you know? We will send you a shirt. And maybe we'll send you, uh, uh, I don't know, uh, some uh, a Swamp Thing action figure if you're, if you're Batman's barber. You know what I mean? I mean, it runs the gamut here on Comic-Cons podcast. So, so. what would you think? Of, so this was... Uh the comic, it was a Dark Horse comic release, It was a Dark Horse it? comic, yeah. So it was uh, dark, Now, gritty. like I said, the Son of the Mask ties in Loki a little more strongly. Yeah, there's a little bit of reference to Loki. What would you think if mm. it got tied into Marvel and they got actual mm. Loki to come into this reboot? That would be interesting. That would be very interesting. I don't know... I don't think it would work. I don't know if it would work. But well, I was just thinking about it on the way over here. Like, what if we did this? It's the same thing why I think a lot of DC fans want Plastic Man in their movies. Like, Plastic Man's such a great character, but it's like, he can seriously do anything. Like, Batman said so, it best. He's like, Plastic Man could kill, just by becoming, like, he could just become a jumbo jet, like, in an, a second. And, like, he could just do anything, you know what I'm saying? So it's like, having a character that could just do anything, I don't know if it works as well on film. Because you could just get out of any situation, yeah. and you have to have some kind of. You need some conflict, you right? Need something or something, right? You know what I mean? You yeah. need that kryptonite. You know right, what I mean? Right. Batman's just a dude. Superman has the kryptonite. Even Captain Kirk doesn't like being trapped underground. You know what I mean? I didn't know that about Captain. Kirk. Isn't that when he goes God because he's trapped on the, you know? No. <laughs> I thought he was trapped underground. No, because Khan killed his son. That too. 
you know, but he's, initially he's trapped. He leaves him to die on the planet, you know, yeah, leaving yeah. him to die buried alive, buried alive, buried alive. <laughs> you know, I mean, and the sun, you're right. Trust me. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, Sarita just says, no, not Marvel. Not going to work. Yeah. She's not having it. No, but it was interesting. Yeah, no, it could work. Spitballing. Spitballing, I like it. Just throwing stuff out there. You got to be a sounding board sometimes when we do this thing. Look, um, if you don't have anything else to say, do you want to tell people when your next show is going to be? Uh, Are you posting your... Friday. Friday. The, uh, is it every last Friday? The episode came out Friday. Yeah, we're going to aim for every Friday. Okay. I think. We might try to do a live stream, too. We don't know yet. Yeah. Yeah, that could be... That I'm, could getting, be. I'm getting a dirty look. We're not doing a live stream yet. <laughs> The ex-podcasters will not be doing live streams. Lauren Izzo was on an awesome podcast called Matthew Broadcast. That podcast is currently on hiatus right now, from what I understand. Yes. But she's on a brand new podcast called the Ex-Podcasters Podcast uh, with Mr. Matt Wade. And it is funny, and it is energetic, and it is, I mean, the ads alone, you know, make me think, (laughs) hey, why didn't I think of that? You know what I mean? Come on. No, it's really good. I like it a lot. And if you're like me and you like to break up the day when you're in the moon base and you're walking down the hallway and you're like, I'm in the wrong field. What am I doing with my life? I'm having an existential crisis. It should be me. I don't oh, even man. know. You know, that's not a, in a moon base. It's a great little break. You know, it's a great little break. So I'm not in a moon base, but man, do I think about that every day? You know, I mean, I think we all do. I think anybody that, you know, you know, they all kind of, well, is this, am I? I gotta be careful I, using my government name when I got, you know, coworkers and, and whatnot. Yeah. Viewing this stream. Oh, I actually do have uh, former co-workers watching this right now so they know when I say the moon base oh they know those moon bases are <laughs> knocking uh, well look yeah tune into X Podcasters Podcast like you said you're on Spotify Google Play and we're working on iTunes and iTunes Stitcher? okay soon Stitcher maybe yeah, yeah we're on Stitcher already yeah if so you're if you're new to, there. if you're new to the, any podcast uh, that we're talking about, you know where you can always find us on the Spotify, always find uh, Comic Con's podcast on the Anchor. We're on Google Play and we're on the iTunes. So, guys, thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. If you tune into the live guy, uh, X Podcasters is on Anchor too. Oh, I say that. that's yeah. right. We're I've, we're on Anchor.fm. and we're sponsored by Anchor, by the way. And I fucking love Anchor. Okay, it's free. It's 100 percent free. Yes. We like free. Yeah, free is great. Free is great. Awesome. It's like free market show. The the dude in the back, uh, is that Sarita commenting? Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, the the dude in the back. Uh, <laughs> Who's the dude in the back? <laughs> That's Mr. Matt Wade. That's Matt Wade. He was helping us set up some we, stuff. We were trying to do more stuff yeah. tonight than we, we were a little too ambitious. Right. We were too ambitious. Didn't you know? work out. It's like I went to the grocery store at Wegmans and my eyes were bigger than my stomach. <laughs> You know? And I was like, I guess I don't need the pastrami with the pursuit. And I saw the bit of video of the baby pig being slaughtered for my wife because she makes me watch that stuff at 9.30 at night. And then I'm like, I'm going to give up pork for the rest of my life. But then I saw the prosciutto and I was like, that's not a pig, right? Prosciutto's not pig. I can eat prosciutto, can I? No? A little bit of prosciutto? No? Not so well, much? I mean, the pig was already slaughtered. I know, but watching its eyes, like it was like, oh, you know. Oh, yeah, God, exactly. Stop. Yeah, see? That's stop. what I'm talking about. No, I'm not going to eat any pig. And oh. if there's anything we said on this show that made you question your role in the universe or just made you want to give up pork for the rest of your days and you're not even a third Jewish and being on the kosher tip like yours truly, Mr. Nick Stevens, <laughs> just remember at the end of the day, it's just fiction. Thanks for listening. Thanks to all the people watching the stream, by the way, too. That was awesome that everybody was stuck with us till the end. Bye, everybody. Let's take a break.